0: Good morning, everyone. Today is Wednesday, March 11th, I believe. Um, let's just go with that. I, I might be off on the date, but it is Wednesday. It's somewhere around March 11th. Um, I've been feeling a little off this week. I decreased the dosage of my antidepressant, which um, with SSRIs in the past I've taken like Prozac and things like that um, I never had any negative withdrawal symptoms and when I say negative I mean unpleasant basically um, and but however with <laughs> with Prestige which is what I'm currently taking I felt like a complete crazy person when I went off of it in the past And I don't remember how long it went on for. I would say, rough estimate would be about a month, but I don't know. And the reason I I went on the Pristique this time, um, I went on it about a little over a year ago, when my current husband, um, who was my fiance at the time, and I had broken up. And my plan at the time was to leave him but I could not even stick to the no contact for like a few days, let alone the rest of my life. Um, so that didn't last long. We were back together again within a few months and things were good for a little bit. And then, you know, they crashed and burned as they always do. Um, but it was funny actually yesterday. I, I don't know if it was, the medication decrease, or I, I'm not sure what was going on, but I just felt I felt kind of off for the past several days. And I woke up, I put in my contacts, washed my face, um, took my medicine, my stimulant medication, and I just felt like I had chills. I was like hot and cold and I just felt like I wasn't all there cognitively just by having been awake for a significant, it was less than an hour but it was enough for my medications to have kicked in and for any sleep inertia to have worn away Um, and I still just felt really weird and so I ended up calling in sick to work which is really stressful. I hope my team is not mad at me. Um, I hope that there are no negative repercussions when it comes to my principal, because she's definitely a stigma when it comes to being absent. Um, I think I had some nightmares about it last night. But you know, like, I honestly, I did not feel safe in even driving to work, let alone taking care of a group of students, you know? So, was not just thinking about myself. And had I been just thinking about myself, I need to get used to the fact that, you know, if it's not gonna be really detrimental, I need to look at the big picture of things, you know? Going to work in that condition, being on the road in that condition is not safe for me, for anybody. And I need to take care of myself and learn to be okay with that. Which is a struggle, and I'm sorry, I know I'm all over the place, so just imagine how I was yesterday. Um, so, okay, anyway, so yesterday I, um, my brother woke up at a somewhat decent hour, maybe early afternoon rather than as usual. He's been staying up all night, like, I was like, I did. I just didn't go. And I was like, I'm, I've just been feeling really weird for like the past several days. But today I just was having chills. couple weeks ago on a Friday my husband called me my brother and I were watching TV and my husband like started a fight over like nothing and then hung up on me and my brother was like what happened and I was like I have no idea but it seems like he hung up and my brother was like oh so it looks like um it's uh, a premature Sunday because he my brother knows that like Sundays usually suck for us. And my husband ignores me and like picks fights with me. Um, so, and my brother's, you know, kind of having some issues with this girl that he's been talking to. So we can kind of relate to each other in that way, which is nice. Um, anyway, I have plans to go see my husband this weekend actually. So my flight leaves on Saturday. I'm super nervous because of the coronavirus. Um, I'm scared that I won't be able to travel due to the coronavirus. Um, I'm even more scared that I will get to the Dominican Republic and then get sick and not be allowed to leave. (laughs) Thank God I have health insurance, finally. Um, and then I'm even more scared that... (laughs) get it, not feel sick, be allowed to come back to the United States and then get my mom sick or my sister's just newly pregnant and my mom put this big guilt trip on me the other day, got into an argument, she ended up apologizing, which is a a big step for her, but um, it just made me feel really bad and I don't know what to do, like, I mean, uh, and I said, like, I don't know what you want me to do, do you want me to cancel the trip? And she said no, and I was like, I mean, are you just trying to make me feel bad? I don't understand, like, what you want from me. And, it, like, I recognize that I could have reacted in a better way, but I, I don't know what would have been an appropriate reaction, to be completely honest. I, I feel, like, I'm very confident in saying that her reaction was not appropriate. Um, and she already had something before that kind of bothered me, but like she literally said, um, if you get that and you come back and, and then you give it to me, like I know she either said, it's going to kill me. I I feel like she said, you're going to kill me. And then your sister, her husband's over here all the time. And if she gets it, it's going to like kill the baby. And just using that, like, strong language. I mean, they shouldn't say murder, but, like, you're gonna kill me. And so I was like, do you not want me to go? Like, I checked the CDC website. I've been trying to stay as updated as possible. They specifically said they do not recommend, or they recommend not canceling any travel unless it is to one of, like, the higher risk places, which is not. of the Dominican Republic or the Dominican Republic is not included. Um, Anyway, sorry, I'm on all these tangents. (laughs) But anyway, um, so I'm feeling like happy to go see my husband. So I have anxiety and ADHD and I have a psychiatrist there um, whom I decided to see when I was in the Dominican Republic over Christmas break because my previous psychiatrist is no longer seeing ADHD patients and I'm trying to find somebody like um, a psychiatrist. I feel comfortable with that I can see on a regular basis because there are nurse practitioners in his office that could see me, but like they kept switching me from person to person. Like, I met with one, I really liked her, and then she left. And then I saw another one, and it was like, eh, I don't really know. Like, I don't know what to think of you. <laughs> to do it right now since my workload is really intense and I'm kind of being forced to work crazy hours right now. Um, And even if I do like the bare minimum it still involves long hours. And I don't want to do the bare minimum either. You know like I want to and when I say the bare minimum I mean like really not planning and preparing lessons for my students, like, doing, like, a half ass preparation just to look like I'm prepared, but not really being being prepared, which is just horrible for some That. Um, so, since I've gone off on so many tangents, I'll just kind of stick to this one. <laughs> um, so, I ended up seeing the nurse practitioner I mentioned, and then I scheduled an appointment and went in for an appointment with a psychiatrist and I was kind of going back and forth because um, she does, she's not covered by my insurance so the initial appointment was over $300 and she ended up prescribing Vyvanse which I did end up picking up yesterday, um, 60 milligrams and the plan is to take that which is less than half, it's like a quarter of what I was taking. month ago or whenever I started my taper down plan Um, and then possibly taking like 15 milligrams of Adderall in the afternoons as needed, but she did not prescribe that yet. Um, It's been a while since I took Vyvanse, so we'll see how that goes. Um, But I did not realize how expensive it was going to be it ended up costing and this is with my insurance coverage and a coupon for one month supply it ended up costing me almost $200 I want to say so that I can't that's not financially realistic for me Um, but the thing I liked about this psychiatrist was um, she has a relatively small practice She's able to see me on Saturdays. She's super close to my house. And most of all, what really drew me to her initially was the fact that she specializes in three things, ADHD, addiction, and anxiety. So I felt like that was, like on paper, that was a perfect match. Um, The one, Besides the high cost, the other thing that kind of made me question it was the fact that she is, I believe, Chinese. Um, and I hope that doesn't come off in the wrong way. My concerns were more, um, I was concerned that there maybe would be a language barrier and a possible cultural barrier. Um, I wasn't sure what her views on treatment are. And you know, that could be true of an American, you know, but I was a bit concerned about the language barrier after speaking with her on the phone and uh, it seemed like she struggled to find the right words from time to time. But after I met with her for the initial appointment, um, I think she's great. My concern is the cost at this point. And of course, you know, we'll have to see if the prescription that she, um, and I decided on is going to be a good fit for me. Now, before going in to see her and getting my prescription written out, I had made a follow-up appointment with the nurse practitioner at the other psychiatrist's office, the one who I'd mentioned going on to the day is or my day is um the appointment is scheduled for tomorrow so i'm like should i try and cancel it um should i just go in and tell her like i I found another psychiatrist she did write me this prescription um i am interested in trying my day is depending on my insurance coverage and maybe that's something we can talk about at a future visit um i can mention the decrease in my pristine dosage maybe she can write me another prescription for that um touch back with you all later and let you know how my day was. I need to calm down. <laughs> Thank you so much for your patience. I really appreciate it. And um, one last thing, I may have mentioned this before but I was reading a book by Brené Brown and I actually think the what I ended up doing, I was looking up quotes by Brene Brown trying to find a particular one because I couldn't remember exactly how it was worded and what I ended up no it was this one um, what I ended up coming across was if you share your story with someone who responds with like who truly understands and responds with empathy and compassion shame can't survive and so if any of you want to share your story with me share your struggles um with any anything that you are scared to share with anybody you're scared that you will be judged um this is a safe space um i will not post or publish your message unless you specifically request that i do so um but if if you feel like that would be helpful please 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 reach out um Also, find me on, on LinkedIn, <laughs> on Instagram, and you can find my um, profile name on my Anchor podcast profile. Um, if you want to, if you prefer to write to me, or if that's easier, or we can coordinate another way to get in touch. But. Um, The opposite was, um, according to Brene Brown, if you share your story with somebody who does not understand and who judges you, it could be horrible. So I wanted you to know that this is a safe space, and if you feel that sharing your story would be helpful, if there's something that you're feeling ashamed about and don't want to tell anyone, please reach out. That's what I'm here for. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye. wanted to check back in with you all since I did say that I would do so. Um, Today, I had a a fairly decent day. My blood pressure was a bit high. I don't know if that was due to stress. Um, I don't think my team was super happy with me for being out yesterday, which is a bit disheartening. I feel like they kind of... Like, instead of just confronting me about issues, I feel like they'll just say passive-aggressive comments or, like, mumble things under their breath, which is I find hurtful and irritating and not helpful in any way, shape, or form. Um, That's one of my pet peeves, actually. I hate when somebody acts to your face as if everything is okay and then... Is rude to you. Won't tell you why. And then talks badly about you behind your back. And I don't really know how to go about it. I mean, I would like... I've tried to talk to them and it was like they didn't believe me. This is about a different issue. uh, Which I won't even get into right now. But I don't know. It just sucks. Like, I want to... I am kind of awkward and different. Um, I don't expect to be everyone's best friend, but it would be nice to be treated respectfully. Anyway, um, on a more positive note, I feel like I'm doing a better job of enforcing boundaries with my students. Uh, You know, there are going to be consequences if you do not follow the classroom expectations. And that's always been a struggle for me. I, I don't like to be mean, quote-unquote mean, um, but, you know, a student might get mad at me, but they need to learn these life lessons. They need to understand that not doing their work or any kind of misbehavior does have consequences. And I try to make the consequences as realistic as possible or, like, um, as... Relatable to real life as possible. Um, Yeah. So like if they don't finish their work in class. They have to do it for homework. Things like that. Um, If they're rude to another student. They need to apologize to that student. If they are willing to accept the fact that they did something wrong and I need to hear a sincere apology and hear them explain why that was the wrong thing to do um if they're not willing to do that I need them to talk to me or write out an action plan give me a better picture as to what's going on and why they're choosing those behaviors and what they're going to do to change that um So, like I said, that's really difficult for me, and I was was firm when it came to that today. So, I'm listening to a book called Boundaries. It's very, let's put it this way, it references the Bible several times on every single page. I have read the Bible, it's been several years, I don't even know how many years, I have never gone to church other than Sunday school as a young child. Um, I have considered myself spiritual, not religious, atheist, or agnostic for the past at least 10 years, I would say. Um, and my views have kind of shifted, of course, (laughs) um, over the period of, over that course of time. But, um, Uh, right now, what I believe is that there are, there is a lot of value that can come from religion. Um, but I more take, I take it more as, um, one would take a fictional story that has a moral that can be applied to real life rather than God's actual word. Anyway, so, I know a few years ago I would have been very turned off by this book and just thought it was a bunch of nonsense because it's like God wants you to do this, this is how God is, this is what Jesus did, and it's a very literal interpretation of the Bible, which I would just have laughed off a few years ago, whereas now I'm able to look at it more objectively and still take the lessons from it and apply them to my life, which um, I feel very grateful for the people in my life who have introduced this positive aspect of religion to me because I, I had actually gotten a bit negative about it like uh, I just kind of was starting to see it as the cause of conflict and many wars that had happened in the past and um, I realize now that that's not necessarily the case um, those yeah I'm not going to get too much into that but I I really do recommend this book if you are religious, like a if you're Christian, I would say that I highly recommend this book. Um, If not, if you're open to a book that is very highly based on your belief in the Bible, (laughs) I would recommend it. Um, I'm maybe about a quarter of the way into the book, so I still have quite a bit to go, but um, I enjoying it. I'm listening to the section, listening and reading and part of it I'm doing audible and then part of it I'm uh, doing the hard copy. Um, but it's talking about discipline and how to help your children learn boundaries and what are age appropriate boundaries. And so I feel like that's really helpful for me as a teacher. Um, what are age-appropriate boundaries, and what are some realistic consequences. Um, anyway, on a totally different note, um, I'm going to see my husband in a few days, and I, I am actually looking forward to it. We haven't really been fighting. Um, he's been super helpful when it comes to making sure that I'm able to see my psychiatrist when I'm there. Um, Making sure that my medication will be available. Um, Making sure I have my main necessities. You know, like he knows I need my energy drinks, (laughs) water, um, my contact solution. Just like those silly things, but they really do mean a lot to me. Like it means a lot to me that he has stored all of these things for me. And, you know, has a nice cold bottle of water ready for me when I get to the airport brings all my stuff so yeah and as far as boundaries go I feel like I'm doing a good job of not letting him hurt me so I have my boundaries and if he chooses to disrespect them or speak to me in a way that I don't like and I I express that to him if he continues to do that I, I don't engage with him and I let him know why and so we'll see how that goes you know based on past patterns i honestly don't have much hope for change but we'll see how it goes i'm sure you probably like <laughs> so very frustrated with me right now um i would be frustrated with myself if i were listening to this but um yeah i'll keep you posted on how the trip goes yeah that's all for now um like i said in my message earlier or my um what i posted earlier or published (laughs) um if you are struggling in a relationship with a toxic person or if you are struggling with any kind of addiction or mental health issues and you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to please reach out to me um that's the main reason I'm doing this is that I want people to feel like they can reach out to somebody and not confess, but, you know, if there's something that you feel ashamed of, if you can share that with somebody who is understanding and doesn't judge you, it can really help. I know it's helped me. Um... And I promise I won't judge. I, I want to help others who are struggling in, in different areas of their lives. So if you're struggling with any kind of mental health issues, um, toxic relationships, anything like that, please, please, please um, send me a voicemail or contact me on Instagram. That's what I'm here for. Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful evening and I will keep you posted on my progress and let you know how things go with my husband. Thank you. Bye.